It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. It's time for Crossfire. Brought to you by ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse. To catch Crossfire in podcast format, go to Google or Apple Podcasts and search Right Time for Western Oklahoma or download the app. Search News Talk KCLI in your app store. No, can you believe it? It is Friday. It is time for our Crossfire segment. Brought to you by ASAP General Stores. Todd Bruder filling in and joining us on the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline, representing the Republicans and the Democrats. We have two well-meaning elderly state representatives. Sorry, I couldn't resist. They're not really elderly, but they are well-meaning. Welcome Josh West and Andy Fugate. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Todd. How are you? Good morning. Hey, appreciate you uh, joining us. So, you, are, have you guys got your milk and eggs and bread all ready for the snowstorm on Sunday? <clears throat> I don't think we're going to get it that bad up here at Northeast. Extra toilet paper. And I <laughs> hope you guys get six inches of snow out there because that's the best way to get moisture into the ground. Yeah, and and if it's gonna snow, we want inches and inches, right? We don't want want that half an inch like we normally get. Nah, I want to go yeah. sledding. Let's go snow. Let's go sledding. Absolutely. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys filling in for Anthony Moore and uh, Cindy Munson today. It's always good to kind of get into the topic of the day. And what a busy uh, week, first week of the legislative session. First of all, I wanted to get uh, both of your thoughts on the governor's state of the state address. And uh, Representative Fugate, let's let's start with you. Uh, the governor proposed a flat budget this year even though we have record revenue. What are your thoughts about that? Well, in addition to record revenue, we have record inflation, you know, um, finally beginning to taper. But the results over the past couple of years, a flat budget with an increase in population um, and an increase in expenditures for uh, state agencies uh, is effectively a cut. Um, I think I could get on board with a a budget that just accounts for inflation, um, because I think that would be reasonable. But I think a position of the kind of cut that the governor has actually proposed doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I will also, um, you know, there's a couple other things in terms of the governor's state of the state. Um, You know, he attempted to kind of push the narrative again of top 10, but we were all sitting there in the chamber when he told the body that his top 10 vision was nothing more than aspirational, that he had no real vision for becoming top 10. And a flat budget just fits right into that narrative. He continues to lack any kind of meaningful vision to bring the state of Oklahoma into top 10. Um, it was disappointing to see him continue his attack on tribes. And I know that that's going to be something that uh, my colleague, Representative West, I think is going to be very interested in. Uh, it's time to see partnership there and a true uh, recognition of the sovereignty of tribal governments. Um, and, and, and there's more, but I, you know, I'll just leave it at that. I'm sure Josh has a different perspective. Josh, your thoughts on the governor's state of the state address? Uh, I mean, overall, anything we hadn't heard before, I mean, um, you know, the last couple, he's talked about tax cuts. We have cut tax uh, we've, we've cut taxes out of the house. Now we did, we have made, uh, there have been some tax, uh, cuts that have passed both chambers in the last few years. Uh, but out of the house, I mean, we passed them numerous times. And so it's, it's anything I didn't expect to hear. 
Um, you know, I think with the with the flat budget, I think that you you would hope that your agency heads and your directors and your commissioners are always looking for ways to streamline the government. And you know, we're supposed to be good stewards of your tax dollars. And so, I, it's not anything I didn't expect the governor to say. Um, and he mentioned the tribes. Um, you know, Northeast Oklahoma is big part of my constituent base. I think 43 percent of my constituents are tribal citizens too, and and they're not. Um, you know, most of them are Republicans. Um, and so, you know, this whole time, the governor's not wrong on a, on everything, on some of his thoughts and a lot of his thoughts. It's and and the tribes aren't wrong either. You know, they've drawn lines in the sand here, not just recently. It's been that way for a few years now. Uh, and I, I think in, until we get somebody else in the governor's seat, I think we're going to continue to see this between the governor and the tribes. And but eventually, I do think that um, you know whoever the next governor is, they'll sit down and and talk actually have a conversation um but up here like i said the tribes are you know we, we have good good partnerships um and it's not just you know, i've got the cherokee nation obviously up here uh you know large tribe and then i've got there's nine small ones up here so um you know it's a matter of just i don't agree with every chief up here either but we have conversations and we don't um you know it's it's not uh this toxic what you see in the media so Great session, hey, um, I was glad to have the state to stay here. Talking with state Todd, representatives. Yeah, Andy, go ahead. Oh, I, as, are you going to plan to talk a little bit about the tax cut proposal? Yeah, that was actually my next my next uh, question, because obviously he called for another special session right before this uh, regular session. Of course, the Senate wasn't having it. They wanted to wait till I guess, the numbers came uh, to see where we are exactly revenue-wise. But what are your thoughts on that? Should there be an income tax cut? <clears throat> I mean, we've done it before. Like I said, in the House, it's, it's not a big deal. We've we've cut the taxes. I, I, you know, I personally, we talked about it on trade call when I talked about the podcast here uh, last week, that you could probably do a bigger cut but put a two-year sunset on it. Um, I would rather see a sunset on it. I mean, when Andy and I, or I guess Andy came in two years after me, when I came in, it was a terrible shortfall. $750 million shortfall the first year, $1.5 billion the second year. Uh, we can't print money at it. We have to balance the budget. And uh, we went through some trying times. And so I've, I've, I talk about it often that, you know, I don't want to put another freshman member, especially Republican, uh, I don't want to put them in a position where their two options are to cut services. And I'm not talking about handouts. I'm talking about digging roads and bridge projects. I'm talking about education. I'm talking about things that affect your lives daily. That we we that we're, there are two options: are cutting or raising taxes, and that surely is not fun as a Republican. So I just want to be careful at whatever we do that we aren't just doing uh, passing something so someone can campaign on it. Um, it's got to make. I don't want to leave the people behind us in a worse spot. And so, uh, but I voted for it. I think uh, you could have got a bigger one, like I said, if you would have put a sunset on it. And every two years, the legislature can go back and say, hey, how are we doing fiscally in the state of Oklahoma? Um, you know, if, if we're doing well, then, hey, let's continue this. Let's continue it. If not, let it roll off the books. Um, Andy, your, your thoughts. Are you in favor of a tax cut, an income tax cut for citizens of well, Oklahoma? I think it's worth pointing out that uh, we passed, the legislature passed the exact same size tax cut in 2021 that went into effect in 2022. And I ask people all the time when I'm, I'm talking to crowds, do you know you got a tax cut in 2022? And the answer is no. 
the only people who, who ever raise their hands are CPAs because they're doing the taxes for everybody else. And the reason for that is pretty simple. I had the House staff calculate the effect of that tax cut from two years ago on a median income family, right? So half of all Oklahoma families make that amount or less. And the total value for that family was $34. It amounted to 9.3 cents a day. It is ridiculous to have the governor come out and say this is some kind of pay raise for the people of Oklahoma because it's worth a penny an hour. You know how much money a person has to make to get a dollar an hour pay raise on the governor's plan? $832,000. You have to almost be making a million dollars a year to get a dollar an hour from the governor's plan. So you're proposing a bigger tax cut then? No. Actually, what I would propose is a tax rebate, which is something that the legislature had in place a couple of years ago. We attempted to do a tax rebate, do a $500 rebate for every household in the state of Oklahoma. And guess what? That puts money directly into people's pockets today. It doesn't wait until next year. Or, you know, even if we did a, a retroactive here, it'd still be pennies a day for most Oklahoma families. Why don't you do something meaningful for them? So would you be willing to propose uh, that on the floor and, and see if you get some traction? Or have grocery you already done that? That would also fit the bill there. Wish we voted for a grocery tax at the House um, a few times now. Yeah, and, and that's not dead that yet, right? special session call did not include a grocery tax cut. He talks a good game on grocery taxes, but he has yet to call a special session. And we've been in three of them now about tax cuts. None of them included grocery taxes. Hmm. Interesting. Well, grocery tax has always been, uh, can, you re- can you remove the state portion of it and still allow your cities and municipalities you know, to collect those taxes that fund your, your fire and your police and, uh, you know, your local government? Um, and we've gotten and, kind of two different answers, if, whether it's constitutional or not, whether you can remove the state and leave the other. Yeah, and, and you know, that's a very valid concern, and there's also negative potential impact to small-town Oklahoma uh, because those small-town mayors know that if the state removes our portion of it, the people back home are going to be saying, hey, it's time for you to do the same. Uh, and I, I respect that, um, which is why a tax rebate – Five hundred dollars per family, um, you know, would would also fit the bill. Ring the cash register for families who are struggling right now, and you know that's another piece of it. The governor really didn't talk about in his state of the state, and that is the tragic reality that Oklahoma families continue to slip in poverty ratings in the United States. You know, it's, he's we've gone down three uh, three state ranks in poverty since this governor became governor. We're now 41st, and we're, we're bottom 10 for poverty in the United States. One in five Oklahoma kids wakes up every morning in poverty. And the poverty line for a family of four is just $26,000. And one in five kids is living in that environment? Yeah, a lot of other causes. A lot of people would Governor's say, well, inflation in is... State of the state address, you know, he had a three-step plan, uh, graduate from high school, um, wait until you're married to have kids and get married, and that's how you ring the cash register. The governor doesn't realize that over 90% of Oklahoma uh, Oklahomans today have already graduated from high school, other than the kids who are in school right now. 
and we're not ringing the cash register. Interesting stuff. We're talking with uh, state representatives Andy Fugate and Josh West. Our Crossfire segment is brought to you by ASAP General Stores. Back with more right after this. Checking in on the Beef Checkoff. Join us today, Heather Buckmaster of the Oklahoma Beef Council. Heather, let's talk about the benefits of working with dietitians. Absolutely. The Oklahoma Beef Council spends the time and resources to invest in programs that educate and inform future and current registered dietitians. Why do we do this? Registered dietitians are nutrition experts by training and education. They play an integral part in shaping dietary habits and promoting overall health and wellness. The impact of registered dietitians goes beyond individual consultations. While the OBC is worked with the OU, UCO, and OSU dietetic intern programs for many years, hosting seminars and ranch tours, is exciting to add a new group in 2023 called the Keith and Associates Distance Dietitian Internship. Through two tours, 40 dietetic interns from across the U.S. had the opportunity to participate in a ranch tour and learn more about the beef community, everything from beef nutrition, beef sustainability, and beef safety. It's an exciting new opportunity to share our story with future nutrition influencers. Thanks, Heather. Learn more by going to drivingdemandforbeef.com. Valentine's Day is a big day in here, book. Don't ruin it by taking your gist anywhere. Take her to Lucille's Roadhouse for their Valentine's special for two. Start off with one of their famous Lucille's appetizers. Then choose between the 12-ounce Casey strip, 6-ounce filet, or the grilled salmon. The dinner is not complete until you try one of the mouth-watering desserts. You know she deserves the world, and that starts with an amazing Valentine's dinner from Lucille's Roadhouse on Airport Road in Weatherford or 2020 Lexington in Clinton. Available the 14th through the 18th. Splash into summer with Laguna Pools in Weatherford, your one stop for all your swimming pool needs. Laguna specializes in fiberglass pools featuring Leisure, Thursday, and Liberty by Latham. Laguna also offers in-ground vinyl liner pools, above-ground pools, replastering, service of any pool or spa, openings, closings, weekly maintenance, and chemical sales. Laguna Pools, 1717 East Main in Weatherford. Open from 10 to 3, Monday through Thursday. Contact us at 580-890-8494. That's 890-8494. Or find us on Facebook. Laguna Pools. We're gonna love it. Your favorite Subway in Weatherford just got a whole new makeover. And they're excited to share the delicious news with you. Their newly remodeled Subway now features an expanded menu with even more mouth-watering options like the Elite Chicken Bacon Ranch, the Philly, or their famous Meatball Sub. Ask them about their catering options and try one of their all-new sidekicks like the footlong cookie, churro, or pretzel. Order online or check out their location at 310 North Washington in Weatherford. Subway, eat fresh. Honest, hardworking company installing reliable center pivots. Waterworks Irrigation takes the killer water electricity mix out of irrigation, offering simple pivots, easy to understand and maintain with constant smooth movement to eliminate gearbox damage due to constant start-stop cycles. With TNL, there's no need for an electrician on staff. Just a few simple wrenches and an unlimited free phone support will keep you up and running on your schedule. Find them on Facebook, Waterworks Irrigation, making rain reliable. Hello, this is Briley Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. Did you know you can legally keep more of your hard-earned retirement savings and disinherit the government? Now is the time to take control of your family's financial future. If you've saved the traditional way, did you know that you're in business with the IRS? A lot of people don't realize after working their entire career that all the money in their 401k or IRA is not theirs. Depending on your tax situation, a lot of that money is actually Uncle Sam's. Unfortunately, this is the reality for the majority of retirees, all because they didn't know the rules. This is your retirement we're talking about, so live by your rules. 
If you're tired of being in business with the government and want to legally disinherit Uncle Sam from your retirement, give me a call, Briley Baca, at 323-6800 or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. Brian Baca and Briley Baca are investment advisor representatives of an advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. If you're looking for specialized nursing care for a loved one, or if you're looking for an exceptional place to work, you will be pleased with Maple Lawn Manor's approach to care, compassion, and dedication. They offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy, as well as an open menu from their dietary department. Stop by and join us for a tour of our facility at 800 Arapaho Street in Hydro. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area, according to government sources. Maple Lawn Manor in Hydro. We celebrate life. How long has it been since you've been <clears throat> serviced? If you have to think about it, it's been too long. If cobwebs are starting to build up, it's been too long. And we all know with Oklahoma weather in just 24 hours, you can experience all four seasons, plus tornadoes, hurricanes, blizzards, and tsunamis. Okay, maybe that was a bit dramatic, but remember, before you turn on the heater, turn to the experts at Four Seasons Heating and Air, Western Oklahoma's only factory-authorized carrier dealer. Oklahoma license number 92419. Welcome back to Crossfire. Todd Bruner filling in for Harold Wright. A big thanks to ASAP General Stores for sponsoring this segment. Lively debate between uh, state representatives Andy Fugate and uh, Josh West. Well, first week of the legislative session, and as always, we have uh, uh, people coming up to the Capitol. Uh, let's see, we had Palestinian protesters storm the Capitol for a little bit, which is kind of funny because it uh, doesn't seem like a state issue. And then we had uh, college students and administrators uh, come to the Capitol yesterday. That wasn't a, a protest, right? But, uh, Josh, yeah. uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the visitors this week? That's uh, people's house. You, you, you know, that's what yeah, I've had school groups there. Periodically, I have my school groups come up, you know, my FFA kids. And then last year, um, you know, my podcast, they were actually sitting in there. And my hallway was full of people screaming. Uh, I don't know what, what bill was. I think it was the bill that was uh, and, and I talked about last year was the um, the surgery on minors. Um, and so my hallway was full of protesters. And, I, you know, they were like, golly, where where are we? You know, they're not we're used to that. And I said, well, welcome to the people's house. Man. You can, I don't agree with what they're out there protesting for, but unless they're breaking a law, you can come to the house that you own and protest. Um, so I'm, we're used to it at this point. Um, Certainly don't agree with uh, what they were there protesting for, but uh, the news made it look like we were stormed. Actually, there was probably like 13, 14 people um, standing in, in one corner of the rotunda. But, but you know, it's it's like I said, it's you can go protest. I mean, you, you have freedom of speech, and so I don't have to agree with what you're protesting for. But unless you're up in there breaking the law, then and it's you can do it. Andy, your thoughts. I agree 100% with Representative West. You know, it is the people's building. It's not our building. Even though we continue to make it uh, less accessible every single day by putting up fences and gates and, you know, detectors. And um, I've been going to the Capitol a long time and, you know, started when I was in high school. And that was back in the day. You just walked in the front door uh, and got a nice greeting, you know, and smile from somebody. And now you stand in lines and detectors and you park three blocks away to, uh, to even you know, get past all the, the parking from people who work in the building. Um, so, you know, uh, come up to the Capitol, um, whether you're there to protest or to find somebody, I, 
you know, Representative West and I, we had a bunch of uh, college students there on uh, higher ed day on Thursday. Yeah. And um, as, as the uh, students walked in and visited, um, the advice I gave them was to, to build a respectable, respectful relationship with you, the people that represent you. Um, we're not, even though you may disagree with us on all kinds of things, I promise you there are still places where your representative is doing the right thing on your behalf. And if you'll let them know that you've noticed that, the first time you have to pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, you're wrong on this other issue, it's a whole different conversation because they realize you're not just griping. What were your thoughts on uh, the uh, folks from higher ed asking for a 12% increase in funding this year? Is that doable? Uh, I don't know if it's doable. I mean, you honestly, I've never, there's, I don't know if there's been any time since I've been here in eight years, since Andy been here in six years that we've had Nate uh, had come in and request a cut or a fly budget. It just doesn't happen that often. So it's, it's usually every year you're, um, I don't, your agency directors and leaders are never going to say they have enough. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, we could do it. Um, but I, I think that McBride and the education uh, A&B committee um, and Wallace and all those people that uh, help build the budget. Uh, I think they will look at it. And if we can, um, you know, if we can, if I, I think where we mess up is there's no line on budgets anymore. And so it's hard for me to say, can we do it? Yeah, we could probably do it, but is it justified? I don't know. Um, you know, back in the eighties, your, your subcommittee, A&B chair, your, your chairs of the A&B subcommittees, they they had some throw. I mean, your agency heads had to come to them and say, this is what we need. This is why we need it. Here's a line on a budget. And at some point we said, nope, we're going to give – we're not going to require a, a straight line on a budget. Um, and we're going to – we said, well, we're going to tell the agency heads, this is what you got. And if you don't spend it right, then it's on you. No, it didn't work out that way. It all falls on us anyway. And then you got, you know, 60% plus of the budget that uh, is off the top. And so there's all kinds of factors that play into that. So for me to just say, can we can we do that? We can do it, but is it justified? I don't know. Back to the kids. I love having my kids up here. I had NEO here. I had Connor State here. Um, Dr. Stafford here at NEO. He really does a great job getting those young people involved in the process. Uh, and uh, always good to see him. It's absolutely justified. So the year before I was elected in 2018, when uh, – we had the penny sales tax that was proposed, and, and then President uh, David Bourne from University of Oklahoma was the, the chief spokesperson for that penny sales tax. The legislature spanked uh, higher ed by giving them a 20% cut. They cut $200 million out of their billion-dollar budget, and you know, colleges and universities have been hurting ever since. And so if we had the ability to cut them by 20% five years ago, we have – it's time for us to step up and make good on some of that, put some of that money back into higher ed, because guess who pays for it? We do, or the kids do. And you know what? Kids today graduating with more and more and more debt. Um, we don't need them living lives of indentured servitude. When I was in college uh, here in Oklahoma, the state paid 75 cents of every dollar of the cost for me to go to school. Today, it's less than 23 cents on the dollar. I paid $11.25 for my first credit hour, and I'm not that old. I'm not Harold Wright's age. <laughs> no. 
And a person could work 15 hours at a minimum wage job and pay for a three-hour class. Add another four hours worth of work. So you're working less than a 20-hour week, and you've paid for a class and your fees and books. We need to be back in that situation so that kids can afford to go to college. Because we want all of these kids in Oklahoma to be going to college, making good, you know, improving themselves and improving the state of Oklahoma. Well, we're just about out of time, but I know each one of you had uh, maybe a favorite moment uh, so far in the first week of the legislative session. Andy, we'll start with you. So every year, every week, we recognize a veteran of the week. And um, unbeknownst to him, um, Leader West was our veteran of the week this week. And uh, my colleague, our colleague, Marcus McIntyre, a couple years ago, recognized his dad, which I thought was absolutely the crowning moment uh, in terms of tearjerker and deserved recognition, uh, but recognizing Representative West for his service to our country, his his dedication, his sacrifice, his own personal sacrifice um, topped even that. And Josh, uh, my friend, I love you. Um, I think, you know, there are places, oftentimes we agree on things. There's places we disagree too, but thank you so much for what you have done for all of us. Hey, thank you. That that was a total surprise. Uh, Those um, citations, my office is the one who, we're in charge of that program, the veterans program. So I had no clue they hid it from me. Um, You know, when my, the gallery was filling up before the state of the state and um, my wife wasn't in there and I said, where are you at? And then they say, you know, my wife walks in, my kids are there, my mom and uh, my brother. Still had no clue. I thought my mom had a doctor's appointment in Oklahoma City. And then next thing you know, Marcus is calling my name. So that's a pretty special day. Well, guys, uh, appreciate you both taking time out of your day to fill in for Anthony Moore and Cindy Munson. I don't know if they're skiing with Harold and Heston or what today, but uh, appreciate your time. And hopefully we'll talk again soon, okay? Those are our state representatives uh, on the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline. And if you get representing the Democrats and Josh West representing the Republicans, Crossfire segment brought to you by the good folks at ASAP General Stores. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.